This is Reese, and you're listening to the Point Music Podcast thingy. Hello, Reese from the Point Music Podcast thingy. I should actually change the name to the Point Music Podcast thingy. That's how I introduce it. Um, fun one this time around. Um, pretty short too, because it's quite fitting because it's from a punk band. Um, I'm catching up with Tom from the Walston Butchers. This is the first time I actually got that name right. I've done many edits of this. Walston Butchers. I don't know why I found it difficult to say. Anyway, we talk about things. Um, uh, the new single, Blokes of the World, recording with Troy Brady. Um, I think the film clip. And then we talk about normal music guff and it, things get all DNM-ish kind of, but in a punk kind of way. I don't know if that makes sense. Uh, I do have to give a heads up that the Skype connection was, uh, sorry, Zoom connection was rather poop. So it, um, Tom will freeze every now and then and you get me looking like this. So just a heads up. I couldn't do much about that. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoy this one. Tom from the Boston Butchers. Cool. We're rolling, dude. Awesome. Hello, Tom. <laughs> Tom from a Wollstone Butchers. How you doing, man? Yeah, good, man. Yourself? It's been a... I always say this, it's been a busy day, but it has been literally a busy day. So, yeah, um, that's just yeah. normal yeah. for my life and for most people's. Um, likes of the world. Cool single. New one. Dig it. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty new. Um, well, not new for us. Like, we recorded this probably like four to five months ago. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's just starting to come out now. Smack bang in the middle of COVID when we recorded it, huh? Yeah, pretty much. So, <laughs> man, it was terrible. We were bu- we were booked in to record like months. Like, for, we, we had been booked in to record for a long time mm. and um, COVID hit the weekend we were meant to start and then and that's when everything like shit hit the fan that weekend and we had to put everything off so eventually we got it all done um but yeah now it's starting to come out were you guys supposed to play that rock stop riot as well yeah, yeah yeah we were. the same as us same we as got, meals yeah we got we actually got a fill-in spot so one of our friends bands um had to pull out so we they just offered it to us and we spoke to our mate and got on that. But, um, yeah, we were pretty much meant to start recording in the weekend of like after that. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it just wasn't happening. Yeah. It was, um, yeah, but I will. <laughs> exactly. I mean, we had to take that kind of, kind of aspect as well. Cause we were so keen for that little festival and, and then basically, yeah. It rug got pulled from underneath all of us, and we're like, "Oh shit!" But then, luckily, we, we jumped on a on a bill with um, Baltimore Gun Club, Richard Creatures, and, and a few others that were going to be featuring on the on the same the same festival. Oh, yeah. We ended up playing King's Lear, King Lear, King Lear's Throne. Put on a sideshow. Yeah, it was sick. It was, it was a oh, wild, yeah. wild fucking night, man. It was. I really enjoyed that gig, even though we couldn't use our synth or anything like that. We kept it all old school, but man, it was fucking fun. Yeah. Yeah, that's the go. Yeah, well, man, not much has really happened since then, like in, in the way of shows for us. We have played not much at all this year. So just been practicing, writing new music and recording. Did you that's do what a, we've been doing. Did you do a single launch at, um, at Black Bear? Was it Black Bear? Yeah. yeah. 
we did a single launch there, so that was good. We ended up playing two shows in one night, so oh. that was not fun. Like, <laughs> it was fun, but we were after it. Holy hell! Like, um, yeah, it was it was a big effort. Um, like the voices were blown out. We we're all just yeah ruined after two full sets. Mm. So they were like forty five minute sets as well. So yeah, that's that's our stretch. So, but no, it was good. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, that was with um, was it Blue Savannah? Blue Savannah Underworld, and then we also had a, a another friends band. Our our drummer, his brother, plays in the other band called Gus. Yep. So we played. We we've just. I think that's been a long time coming that that show because like we've. I went to school with all those dudes from Gus, yeah. and then we pretty much all went to school together and just ended up playing in bands again. Yeah, the, the circle of musical life, dude. <laughs> yeah, man, it's crazy. Uh, well, to be honest with you, I'm in a band now with with uh, in Mules with Nathan, the singer, and I was in a band with him 20 years ago. And yeah, right. And it all just comes back around, man. It's pretty yeah, pretty right, weird how it yeah. works out, especially if you don't give yeah. up playing music. Mm. Yeah, that's exactly right. So... The, the members in this band, we've all played in different bands and then sort of it's almost, uh, it's a pretty similar lineup to like one of our first ever hardcore bands, except for well, two of the guys. But um, the, ori- <laughs> the original, another guitarist that we swapped out, he was actually in one of our other bands and then, oh man, it's just crazy. Big circle. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, go back, going back to the yeah, single. Yeah. All right. So, do you want to explain what it's all about? Because I just, I just see it's complete. Well, because looseness. That's because I don't know. But watched that film clip so many fucking times now. Yeah. Sorry, you had a screen freeze there. Oh, you've been doing the screen freeze for my end too. <laughs> um, uh, just basically, I've watched that that film clip for Blokes of the World like quite a few times now. Do you want to explain what it's about? Because I'm I'm just seeing complete looseness. That's all I see. Yeah, well, I guess that's um, that's the idea of it. Um, but if you sort of get into the lyrics, it goes back to like um, we all just want to have a good time, and that's like what the song's about. It's about going out, having a good time with your friends, like not not taking yourself too seriously, but like also being yourself and just like when you come to one of our shows, you know, you've been to one of our shows and it's like, let's just go crazy. That's pretty much how it is. Making memories. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one thing I wanted to point out, cause when I first heard of you guys, like the, the name itself, I thought you yeah. were going to be a shitload heavier than what you actually are. Like, yeah. yeah, I don't know if you get that a lot. Do, do you get that a lot? Not really. I suppose it's like, I don't know if you know the band Every Time I Die. Yeah, yeah. So when I hear that name, I would think, oh, my God, they're going to rip my face off. Mm. But, like, they are pretty heavy, but not what I would expect for the name. So, and I, I think that's kind of cool as well. Yeah. So, Yeah. Well, I actually, I actually really was was surprised, and because I actually like full '90s skate punk and that sort of stuff. I'm a big fan of like uh, Millen Colin, and uh, to a degree, you guys sort of ring that back. But you're obviously heavier than that because there is old 
old hardcore elements coming into your sound as well, which I actually really appreciate because there's not enough good old punk still being played, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. So, like, I, I'm a massive fan of 90s punk, 2000s punk, but also when I was going through high school, everyone's playing in hardcore bands. Like, I play in a hardcore band, and I don't know, I always loved, like, really good hardcore, but I, I think the production quality wasn't always there with the, the bands that I loved, and which sucked because I, like, really well produce things and that sort of thing because I like the sound of everything. But I don't know, trying to bring that all together and then put it all into a something something that sounds really good production wise and just I don't know, it's it's kind of weird because I don't really we don't really try to write that style. That's just how it happens. So we, we don't really force anything. It's just what comes out really. Which is good. Yeah, no, it it feels organic, dude. Um you did you did work with Troy Troy Brady though, for this on in, in the producer production yeah. side of things. Who's he is unreal. Well, I've I actually think I, I swear I I made contact with Troy, I think not long after Mules' single Deeper came out, and yep. he was saying, oh man, we should we should sort of tee something up. But like I I was looking through his, uh, bio of bands he's worked. Obviously, Amity is top of the yeah. list there but like fucking wish for wings um man i've just had a complete mental blank now with all the bands there was a, there was a list this freaking long so what was what was the what was working with him like like yeah awesome so it's a, it's funny as well because we recorded oh probably 10 12 years ago now with one of troy's friends and um, we thought that was professional until we got to it with Troy. Yeah. Troy is like, he really knows what's going on. And um, I suppose some people could probably take it the wrong way, but it, we like being blunt. Like we, if something's good or if something's know, not good, not that anything needed to make needs to be cut out. Like Troy is just so good. He just knows what he's doing. Mm. Um, I, I don't even know how to explain it. He's just been around the block, has worked with so many good people, knows everyone and just is an awesome producer. So I think he just brought out the best in all of us. So we we all knew what we could do, but I think he sort of, one thing he's, I think I like your singing voice better than you like it. Like that's that sort of thing. So, yeah. Yeah. But he just knows his shit, knows how to get the best out of you. And, um, yeah, that's more the thing. He just knows what, like how to get the best out of everyone. Did you work with him previously in the last EP or is this the first time you work with him? No. No, that's it. We've only done one EP with him. That previous EP was actually done. I did all that. Yeah. Um, just – in a granny flat. That's what it's called. Called the granny flat EP. <laughs> okay. EP. Yeah. Yeah. So what were yeah. you using? Um, Literally recording a granny, granny flat. flat. <laughs> That's cool as shit. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, were, were you, were, were you, did you teach yourself production or have you learned that? Yeah, I taught myself. Yeah. So 
every time I have seen someone else doing a bit of recording and stuff, I've just been like really try to work out what they're doing and all right, remember that for the next time. And then been years and years of just playing music and then mm. recording it. Okay. That sounds like shit. I'm going to try something else and just trial and error until you get something that sounds a bit better. And then I don't know when you, when you record with someone that's really good, you can, it's sort of like, Oh my God, I'm doing everything wrong. But I don't know. You just, you just take everything with a grain of salt, what you can do with what you have. That's it, man. It's, it's a learning process. Like, like I've started doing, well, particularly during whole COVID, I've been recording Niels's album. To be fair, I started recording it last year, but most of the mixing and, and the fine tuning was done during this whole, sort of layover bit so I've, I've had to teach myself a whole heap of shit too but that's where youtube comes in handy uh, yeah exactly right so were you using were you, were you using logic no i use reaper oh yep yep the, super easy to use that's why i use it mm. and it and sort of works with everything and it's free too isn't it yeah it's like free for three months and then i don't know you can pay like 60 bucks to have it forever if you want <laughs> so it's like it's so good cheap ass door dude um yeah. so i want to go because you mentioned the ep we'll get to that uh, a little bit later but i'll go back to the blacks of the world the actual film clip like i said it's, yeah. it's it's loose as shit how much fun was that doing that did you guys get like oh, man uh it was heaps of fun we actually filmed two clip two film clips in that same day all right and I can't really remember much of the second film clip <laughs> because it just carried on. The idea, like, we worked with Josh, our singer's um, brother-in-law, mm-hmm. and and he, he was a filmer, and he came in so professional. He's like, right, this is what we're doing. Everything was laid out, but he wanted us to, pr- like, get more drunk all through the day and <laughs> to be loose, like... <laughs> really act that yeah so the second it's funny so we've sort of done these film clips as like episodes that blokes of the world is the first episode and if you go to like right at the end of the film clip you see like that smoky shed as we walk walk into it and then the second film clip starts from there so it's it's a funny like it's um yeah, it, it'll be good once you see this second film clip. It'll sort of all make sense. Kind of sounds like you're doing some character development in a, in a, in a way as well. Yeah, we're trying to a little bit because um, we've got a third film clip planned as well. Yeah, it's like another carry on from the second film clip, and it's for a song that's not released yet. It'll it'll be released when the EP comes out. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it'll be good. It, it'll be really. Good. So, should, should actually yeah. tie in some kind of like fucking graphic novel happening in there. Then you that way you can do some full multimedia shit. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah that would be cool. <laughs> uh, but it's not, it's it would be cool. But uh, yeah, no, it's good because we sort of I don't know have been able to use our friends for a lot of this. Yeah. So with the filming and then like a lot of photos, all our photos and that sort of thing have all been done by friends that have like sort of trying to get out there with their photography and all that sort of thing so it's, it's really good we've sort of helped them as well 
Man, I, I actually dig the film clip. That's why I said it. it was just. It just makes me think of loose fucking old school nineties. It, it kind of gave me a kind of a, a, a frenzel vibe for some reason. I couldn't explain. Oh, why. cool. No, that's really good. That that's all compliments for us. Good. How, how yeah. many, how long have you guys actually been a band for? Because you released the the Granny Flat EP last year. So yeah. So. We've probably been this band for, oh, I'd say by the end of this year, it'd be two years we've been nice. as this lineup, like as this band. Yeah. Um, before that, we probably hadn't played for a good five years with this with these people. Um, so, yeah, we, it was a long time between, between drinks and starting another mm. proper band. Um, but, yeah, probably two years all up. We, we also had a singer change. Um, and a guitarist change along the road. So what what brought you guys, because you were saying that you all knew each other, what, what brought you guys back together? Oh, I was actually at work one day, and I was like, oh, man, this sucks. So I just <laughs> sent everyone that I thought we could get, and I was like, oi, fuck this. Let's just form another band and do at least one Australian tour before we die. And everyone was just keen. And you weren't expecting COVID. Thought, <laughs> no, not at all. Well, I don't think anyone was. That. Nah, man, I was, I was supposed to. Happen, I was, so. Man, the main band I'm in is a reggae band, Barefoot, and we were supposed to be releasing an album and touring right now. We, we were supposed yeah. to. Be, we, we, would have, we would have been actually wrapping up uh, an East Coast tour and getting ready for Woodford. That's what oh. that's what we would have been doing, man. And then just oh, so every person, every artist I've interviewed since I've started on these podcasts since since April, they've all had something planned and it was ready to yeah. go. And it just went press pause. Fuck you. You got to rethink rethink stuff out. A lot have. Uh, I mean, you guys managed to, to record this this single basically in during that period, which is well, a lot of people yeah. have done that, and that's an awesome fucking thing. It means that you adapted. You just went, you know what, fuck it, we can't play, but we can yeah. still record. Did was anything yeah. was any, any was any music born from this, or was it all pre pre produced before you got in there? Um, we had most of it done before COVID, mm. but we like, we saw a lot of bands releasing. COVID songs yeah. and that sort of thing. And, and we didn't really want to do that. Like we, it sort of puts a time stamp on the music as well. Yeah. So yeah. So we, we didn't really want to do that. So and I don't know. It didn't really affect us other than like, we, we all still went to work. We all still did everything normal. We just weren't allowed to play music and we yeah. couldn't go. So it was sort of weird. It was like, I it was just really weird, but oh well, we got it done. Yeah, I mean, uh, w- what I've realised is there's a lot of random shits come out of it. Not just the the COVID theme stuff, which I, I blatantly ignore. I don't really give a shit about that. It's it's more people taking the time yeah. to do uh, introspective and um, look into themselves. They go deep into themselves and just go, you know, what? How are we going to do this? And they start because of confinement and and restriction it brings out a creative element, I guess. And some, I've seen some crazy shit come out of it, which is cool as fuck. And we've been, 
we've been so yeah. This this whole Australian music industry. I mean, I don't know if you saw the Arias announced and who the heavy. Did you see who the, who won the heavy rock, heavy metal, Aria this year? Um, I can't, I can't remember off the top of my head, but yeah. I did see it. It was King Gizzard again. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, man, I look at what they they do. They they have complete pop songs, but then. Some stuff is like full and punk. Yeah, like they they have adapted to every everything. Yeah, so not that I really listen to them, but no, neither do yeah, I. They're, they're doing so yeah, but at the same time, yeah. it, it I think that it's a good example of how beige the Australian music industry has become. And what I'm really interested in is is like bands like yourselves and that sort of stuff, like not sticking to. The limitations and the expectations. I mean, I, I don't, I don't listen to Triple J because the shit just fucking pisses me off re- relentlessly. Apart from like the the, the, <laughs> nah. the niche shows nah. like Short Fast, Short Fast Loud, or fucking The Racket, or The Brutes and all. They're, yep. the, they're the only things I actually listen to. So yep. I think what I'm saying is, is th- this period I was hoping to see a change, and there has been change on a grassroots level, but. It, the the way that the industry's clicked back into gear again, it looks like it's just fucking gone back to the standard fucking uh, yeah mm. yay. When we should be we should be supporting local bands like yourselves yeah. and that sort of stuff and on and you know, getting out there and getting this because your music's kick ass and there's a lot of a lot of these bands out here that have uh, have not had the opportunity and they they've been drowned by all this fucking baseness and and safe music and i miss i miss the danger element of rock and roll and yeah so i'm glad you guys are bringing it back man that's cool yeah thanks heaps man like that's a huge compliment like we we love hearing that our stuff is good like that's that's all that we want to hear but yeah like you say I think we have been fully drowned in like shit. There's like, there's, we're saturated with like, I'm, I don't care about if people like whatever style of music they like, but it, it seems like heavy ish music is still frowned upon. Yep. If you know it, not frowned upon, but it's like, I don't know. I go to work and people have, um, I don't know, hip hop blaring, mm. and it's like got the the worst message behind it. That's like a, fuck this. I'm all about money. All this bullshit that's completely not real. Like it's just some person that's probably just like everyone else, but he's like bullshitting about all this stuff that he's got. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I can't understand why people relate to that sort of thing blare that sort of music where you can listen to like a punk band that's like real musicians that are singing about real things that are playing real instruments that have really recorded it themselves <laughs> but then people go oh that shit that's probably just uh, streaming or something like that and i just i can't believe it because so yeah I just can't believe it. So I, I never force what I like down other people's throats. Yeah. Whereas I, I feel everywhere you go, 
all this shit is forced down our throats. Mm-hmm. If you know what I mean. I know exactly what you mean. So yeah. punk. Yeah. I think the so, thing. I think the thing is with with punk, metal, rock, even grunge or sort of alt, like heavy alternative rock and that sort of stuff too. They challenge authority. They 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 have meaning. They have message behind it, and people don't like it. They they front by it. They because uh, it, it, it is in an aggressive manner. But sometimes messages that uh, are brought forward in, a, in an aggressive manner um, tend to sink can sink in better. And people are afraid of that shit. I mean, you you look at something like In Hearts Wake, okay, Byron Bent, In Hearts Wake. Most of that stuff is it pretty much in environmental yep. sort of based, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah but exactly. pe- but yeah. people people would be scared but, of it because it's been screamed at them. Yeah, exactly. Well it's it's not if they just took the time to listen to the message behind it, I think it'd be so much more received. Like that people would listen to it more. Like and I think it the reason why a lot of the like those heavy bands and stuff are heavy is because they haven't been listened to. So yeah. like, all right, we're just gonna get heavier. Yeah. So <laughs> we'll shock everyone. Yeah. That's the way yeah. I can do it. Yeah. Fuck it. So exactly. Yeah. Uh, I, like I said, I'm missing. I'm missing. I get. I get bored with a lot of modern music. I really do. Um. Mm. I I usually. I will try some new stuff and I go, yeah, that's that's pretty cool. And then one of my old favorites, like like say Seven Dust, will release now. I'm just go, yeah, cool. I'm gonna go listen to that. And I go, yeah. yeah, cool. I'm I'm back in in comfort zone and I really enjoy this. Yeah. Um, I I, it's not that I'm I don't like new music. I just don't. I just I mean, maybe I'm in my forties, so maybe I just don't relate to new stuff as much. I honestly don't know. Mm. Yeah, man, it's hard. Like, I, I am always on the hunt for new music, but to find something that's like better than an hour's worth of listening, it's it is difficult. Like, and I'm not I'm not saying that music's bad or anything like that. I'm it's just I'm struggling a little bit as well. Mm. Like, I actually did listen to the. Um, um, Triple J short, fast, loud um, playlist the other day. Like, uh, and I have I have not listened to that like a short, fast, loud playlist for a long time. And I found a couple of good new bands out of that. Like, it's good. There's a there's a yeah man. There's a chick punk band. They're like a hardcore punk band called War on Woman. <laughs> oh, man, they rule. Yeah, they are so good. Yeah, I would give them a listen for sure. Not sure where they're from. I just started listening to them. They're awesome. Ha! I'll have a listen. I'll go. I'll go have a bit of a check out. Yeah, yeah, man. So good. Um, yeah, but yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, COVID clears up, and then we can get these touring bands back in, and then I think, I think things will start to kick on, mm. like with more good music and that sort. Of should should kick on. Were you guys planning a tour around this? Not really. We had what yeah. like, we wanted to, but uh, we hadn't had anything planned. Um, I think we were more just gonna we more just wanted to focus on this EP and a couple of singles. 
being released and then all right it's out there so now we might be able to do some touring off the back of it yeah um because man i can't even explain how much like how much better (laughs) the new songs that are about to come out are than our previous recorded songs in the granny flat and you don't want to waste it yeah that's right so um yeah man like I think it'll be received pretty well. Um, the rest of this EP that comes out. Mm. So we've got another single coming out on Friday. Oh, shit. That's um, quick. <laughs> it's probably, yeah, so what, two days. There's yeah. another single coming out with a film clip. Um, so, yeah, that'll be out then. It's pr- probably going to be the easiest, one of the easiest songs on the EP to listen to mm-hmm. um, and probably – the, one of the most relatable as well to everyone. I think everyone's gone through a situation how that song is sung. Cool. Um, so, yeah, I don't want to give too much away. No, well, I'll, I'll probably get the press release from, from Michael on Friday anyway. <laughs> yeah, well, we're, we're not doing a press release for that one. Oh, really? Um, we're, just really no, we're just releasing that one off our own back and then the press release will come out on the 15th of January for the rest of the EP. Cool. So basically, because yeah. uh, me, yeah. me, me and you were having a chat like off air that um, we're actually playing a show together yeah. next 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 Saturday? 5th, 5th of December, yeah. Saturday, Saturday the 5th. Yeah, and yeah. Hit, hitting up the Flame yeah. and Galar and that sort of stuff. So that's going to be basically a, a single launch for you guys. Yeah, yeah, it just worked out so <laughs> so well that it's pretty much gonna be a single launch. Yeah, <laughs> I'm. I'm actually getting a little bit. So, intimi- man, yeah, it's gonna be good. I'm getting a little bit intimidated now. I reckon. I reckon Mills is gonna be probably the lightest band on the whole freaking lineup. Oh, that doesn't matter. Good. That's all right. Well, we're smack bang yeah. in the middle of there, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah be good. Like um. Dude on the rocks aren't that heavy. They're nah, but that but they're just and crazy. fast and loud, dude. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, so same yeah, as they're... serial killer dinner party, they're the same. They're they're pretty fast and loud as well. Yeah, yeah, which is good. Yeah. So Oh, they might be good having a having a bit of a break in the middle. People yeah. Oh, this is alright. Yeah. Can hear what they're saying? Oh, I'm not getting assaulted. We'll bring the pace down. I don't know, our singer can be pretty fucking loud. Uh, oh, that's good. That's <laughs> man, that's good. We've hit yeah. just about the thirty-minute mark, so um, we'll wrap this up. Uh, that's pretty good chats, Tom. Thanks for jumping in yeah, on this, awesome. man. Um, hang on the line here. I'll have a quick chat after this. Um, Blokes of the World is out now. Yes, it's out now. Yep, yep. it's out. It's out. So I'll link. Yep. I'll link the Spotify thing and um and the and the film clip because the film clip is worth it. That's what I said. Yeah, actually, sweet, I love that fucking film clip. So I'll link that in there, and um, it'll go live when this goes live later tonight, tomorrow. Cool, everyone. Thank you, big thank you to Tom from the Boston Bushes. Legend, man. Thank you so much. You're welcome, bro. Awesome. Good, good chat. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed that one. If you like this one and others in the series, and still haven't subscribed yet, why haven't you subscribed? Subscribe. It's not that hard to do. You press a button. Um, it, that way you are notified when more uh, podcasts go live. I've got, I've got plenty more in the tank. It's getting exhausting, but I enjoy doing it. 
Thank you for supporting local music, live music, Australian music, all sorts of music. You guys are awesome. Cheers.